Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here. Everyone loves white claws. Call or text the show at 1-877-729-1070. Send a tweet at Heller Sports. Alongside John Adias, here's Mike Heller. Boy, the last hour has been ridiculous, and it is draft day in the NFL, and nobody right now is talking about the draft. Well, they are as it relates to potential trades. This whole Aaron Rodgers story, the saga that has broken in the last hour, it really kind of began this morning with Paul Allen, KFAN Radio in Minneapolis, talking about a trade proposal that was at least talked about from San Francisco to Green Bay, inquiring on Aaron Rodgers and that the Packers rebuffed that conversation slash offer. And a lot of people were poo-pooing that concept because there weren't other sources. And then there were, and now everybody's talking. So the dynamics of the situation is this. Once that story kind of broke this morning, it opened the potential door, and now Aaron Rodgers' camp is talking now the Packers are putting out information, and all of this is happening with four hours remaining before the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock in the NFL draft. So here's the thumbnail sketch of what has essentially happened in the last hour, and it really begins, as I mentioned, with Paul Allen, but the storyline essentially breaks from Adam Schefter. So how does it break from Adam Schefter? It breaks because Schefter reached out, or somebody in Aaron Rodgers' camp reaches out to Schefter. That's kind of where this this storyline creates from. It's where it gets momentum. It's where the the the, the storyline crests the hill and begins going downhill. And there are no breaks on this right now. This is a this is a bit of a runaway train from the conversation of of what's going on with Aaron. So let me see if I can give you a little bit of the chronology here from Rogers. Forty three minutes ago. Adam Schefter tweets out, reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers that he has told some within the organization that he does not want to return to the team, league and team sources told ESPN on Thursday. Schefter follows that with a a story link, more on Rodgers being unhappy with the Packers. That story link includes additional information about the two sides trying to work through an issue and when Rogers' real unhappiness began. Well, let me let me cut to the chase on that. The real unhappiness began in this regard one year ago on draft day when Green Bay traded up and took Jordan Love. Um, in Schefter's piece that was published at 2.13 Central Time, he says the Packers are aware of Rogers' feeling concerned about them 
and have had team president Mark Murphy, general manager Brian Gutekunst, and head coach Matt LaFleur each fly out on separate trips to meet with Rodgers at various points this offseason. The the next storyline comes essentially from, because there's more in that, but the next storyline comes from Ian Rappaport, right? Rappaport gets into it a little bit in the concept of saying that, uh, I'm looking for this specific tweet. Do you have it, John? Uh, no, but I have something else I can read from Tom Silverstein. Statement yep. from GM Brian yeah, Gutekunst. I tweeted that too. Okay, as we've stated since the season ended, we are committed to Aaron in 2021 and beyond. Aaron has been a vital part of our success, and we look forward to competing for another championship with him leading our team. Uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted this, because it extends the storyline. He tweeted this at 2.41 Central Time. Over the last month, Aaron Rodgers had his agent, Dave Dunn, fly to Green Bay for several days of meetings to work through the situation. Rodgers refused a restructure, wanted an extension. Where have we heard this before? We've been talking about this, and a lot of people have said there's nothing there, there. Move on. Rodgers refused a restructure, wanted an extension. Then teams called knowing Rodgers wasn't happy. Green Bay rebuffed those phone calls, offered an extension, no deal. So Rodgers is playing the power card here. He got what he wanted. He, yeah, an and now extension. he doesn't want well, and, and now he turned down the extension. Now Ian followed that up. The Packers remain committed to Aaron Rodgers. Tom Pelissero says, quote, there is zero chance of trading him. It's all about getting an extension done. And if that happens, this should take care of the matter until the next time. One more, and then uh Armin, you jump in here. One more, and that comes from Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer, Fox Sports. Aaron told the Packers he doesn't want to return, as Schefter reported, and I think it's more than a contract deal, says Jay Glazer. I think he's strongly convicted that he does not want to go back to the Packers. The show is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. My name is Mike. John is right here. The talk and text line is open for you. Jump in, 877-729-1070. 877-729-1070. We'll visit with Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette, PackersNews.com, in 12 minutes. Armin Sarian. Guys, what a day. It's pretty wild. I mean, there are so many, so many ways to go here and so many things running through my head, but the only thing I can say is, it seems like sometimes things happen out of your body. It's it's amazing that you, we're actually witnessing this happen again. I say again, it's not the exact same situation, but very similar to what we saw in the summer of 2008 with Brett Favre, right? And I'm sure young Aaron Rodgers, you know, is looking around saying, "Man, I never want to be in this position." And now he is. Now he he's in that situation. It's pretty wild that we're experiencing this. If for real, this is really happening. So. Really quick, the Rappaport thing I'm, I'm curious about. And then the other questions are, where are we at in this timeline? And is it salvageable? And what point would make it salvageable? The, I think there's interesting parts about the Rappaport tweet and the Glazer tweet. The first thing is Rappaport said he wanted an extension. Uh, and then the Packers wanted to restructure. And then he was offered an extension. And he wouldn't accept. The question is, did, would he not offer the extension as offers were as terms were offered? Or is he open to a different type of extension, or is he just done with the process? Saying, you know what, I I feel disrespected initially, and right now I'm done, and I'm not coming back, and that's what Glazer is implying. 
Because we know with Aaron, there's a lot more to it that we'll probably never know in terms of the way he feels, the emotions of it, right? Like if he feels disrespected or if he feels upset about it, and he might he he has his pride, and he might say, "I'm not going to do this. I don't think I was treated right, and I'll never, you know, I'll never play for you." We don't know that how convicted he is on that. Glazer says he is. I, I don't know if the Packers believe they can still get an extension done, and is that the the avenue out of this for the Packers? What's most confusing, obviously, to me, is all the mixed tweets and reports that we're seeing. Sure, GM Brian Gutekunst sees our guy. You know what I mean? Basically, I I know that's pretty much what he's going to say. Zero percent chance they trade Aaron Rodgers. That's from Tom Pelissero. Schefter saying that he does not want to return to the team. That those those tweets by Ian Rappaport that suggest that. Rodgers wanted the extension, got the extension offer, then didn't want it. So does he still want it? Or like what Armin says, does he just want a different version of it? Guys, I don't know. I mean, I guess my number one bottom line question when I hear this story develop over the last 30 minutes or so. And by the way, Stone Innovations Talk and Text Line is open at 877-729-1070. 877-729-1070. My bottom line overall thought is, can the Packers and Aaron Rodgers salvage their relationship? Or is what happened today and this what appears to be an obvious, you know, leak by the Rodgers side to all these NFL beat reporters, is that damage done? And this was damage is done. Put it out there. We're moving on. Like, is that the type of thing or or can these two kids get back together again and figure this out? The only reason you put stuff out there is for the court of public opinion. Absolutely. That, that This is a public opinion campaign now. This is a political campaign. Because everybody, so then he wants out. What? Well, otherwise you don't put no, it out that you want out. No, he wants to win public opinion. Okay. So he's putting this out there. See what's been going on. They wouldn't offer me an extension. Don't you think I deserved an extension? Then now they're offering me an extension after uh, I've quietly been upset about this situation. Now I'm going to publicly be upset about so the is situation. He, is he just so the, so punishing what, the pack? What Rogers? No, he's not. It, it, I don't. What's he doing yes, then? Yes. He's punishing the pack. But he's also just trying to... to win the PR battle. There is a PR battle here going on, in my opinion. So the PR battle is more important to him than just getting the deal done? I don't think so, but it is a factor because they're, you have They're to, both part of the conversation. It, this con- isn't just about a deal now. It's right. about a deal and, Legacy. hey, by the way, I want you to know what was going on, even yeah, before be, it's done. Let's say, he is, uh, it, let's say he's in a situation, I'm just saying, I'm speculating. Let's say Aaron Rodgers is resigned to the fact that, okay, I'm going to get an extension now that I want, but I'm going to look bad in this whole process, and he cares about legacy. Maybe he says, okay, I want to make sure that I'm not the villain here when yeah, I sign exactly, this extension. Exactly. So that's the PR campaign. By the way, Silverstein tweeting out, can confirm what Adam Schefter is reporting regarding the Packers offering a contract extension to Rodgers, meeting with him, offering more commitment. It's all true. It's now down to hard feelings, it appears. But GM Brian Gutekunst is a hard no on trading Rodgers. So he's so not going anywhere. No, well, they're not going to trade him. But they, but then the Packers have to make a decision. If, uh, will that, will they get nothing for him if Aaron's convicted to not play a whole year? So here's the here's the part where Rodgers does have absolute power. He won there's it, an yeah. out on the contract after this year. Rodgers can say nope on the extension. Nope, not doing it. You guys can restructure money because I can't control that. However, at the end of this year, I'm just I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm out. Or maybe he's telling them now. 
Maybe he doesn't want to play this lame duck season in Green Bay. There's no way he sits out, though. But if the Packers... No, he doesn't sit out. I don't think he sits out, But if the John. Packers say, no, we're going to keep you this year, like, is he is he playing? We're not trading you. A, it's a, Isn't that it's a nego- fair question? By the way, Rodgers, uh, according to Rap Sheet, is still going to the Kentucky Derby this Oh, my weekend. gosh. Can you believe that? Imagine the, uh, <laughs> the media circus that... If something happens between now and then, or if nothing happens between now and then, because the circus is the circus. Keep him how, away from the cameras after was, a couple of mint juleps, and you might be say, talking. How many people will be around him protecting him to make sure he doesn't get to a reporter or a camera or something? I mean, I, I just I just think about, like, okay, if he, he would have to sit out a year, because, you know, what if he really wants to win a championship— and I'm not sure if that's number one. Like, like, what roster is he going to get to that's better? What contender in the draft has capital to make this worth it for the Packers to actually make a trade? The Packers won't trade him. Well, I offered right away uh, Kirk Cousins and whatever else you wanted yeah. if that was the deal. Yeah. I was we, like, the first thing need, I said uh, to Heller, Kirk Cousins, you can have gonna him. We're going to need Dalvin Cook. Uh, I keep Cook and Jefferson, everybody else. And no, we're going to need Dalvin Cook. We're going to need Justin Jefferson. We're going to need Mike Zimmer as the new defensive coordinator. And Kirk Cousins. We're going to need the marketing rights to Herschel Walker. You probably don't even want Cousins. <laughs> like, no, we don't want Cousins. You can, he can be the backup. Yeah, we're going to need all those other things. And <laughs> yeah, we, would like, we, would like, um, we would like ownership of U.S. Bank Stadium. We, the Packers would like to lease that to the Vikings moving forward. I mean, you can't tell me that uh, every team that wants a quarterback isn't talking right now trying to put something together. Of course. And, 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 and they might be able to get incredible offers. Oh, they're going to get great offers. But unless... It, he, uh, Aaron may have his reasons for wanting to leave now. And you said they're probably emotional, right? But, I mean... If he wants to finish with a ring, his best chance is still in Green Bay. And I think that I think the main... The main trump card both sides would play is Aaron says you can't win without me, and then the Packers would say, you know, you you don't have a ro- you can't you can't find a better roster than this, and that's just the way it is. Now Aaron might let hubris get in the way and just say I'm so upset and so offended, I will do whatever it takes to to not play for you ever again the way you've treated me. Do you see to, that happening? To, I don't. Yeah. I see him pl- playing. Eventually, again, I think he's going to play. Real quick, yeah. Mike's got something, but the poll question today should be start of next season. Will Aaron Rodgers be with the Packers somewhere else or sitting out? Okay, a couple other notes before Pete Doherty joins us on the other side of this first commercial break. Ian Rappaport throws in one more note on Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He really impressed the brass during his stint on Jeopardy. The belief is when they finish auditions, he'll be among those with a chance to do the job full-time. If this isn't sorted out, a job hosting is also a possibility. So that's his escape hatch, and he's going to retire, then go out and just like Favre did. Yeah. But the, but the Jets are jeopardy in this situation. And then I saw it's this, uh, I, and I don't know, I don't know if it's real or not. So I tweeted back at him. Chuck Garbedian posts two pictures, says two swings, two aces in the same round. I'm stunned. Our very own Chuck Garbedian with two aces today? That's a bigger story. No. What did he shoot? I I have no idea. I just tweeted back at him. It's not April 1st, dot, 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 question mark. Unbelievable. Well, if it was was going to happen, today's the day, right? Today's the day it would happen. Plus, two holes in one? Hole in ones? Yeah, good question. Plus, Kristen Yelich is taking batting practice in a simulated game at American Family Field. So is Lorenzo Cain. It's not as though there's anything going on. It's a bad day to get two aces because everyone's going to talk about Aaron Rodgers yeah. and not your two aces. Pete, Did he really get two holes? I don't know. Waiting to hear back from him. Wow. Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press Gazette, PackersNews.com. 
Let's go. Pete Doherty next. Three hours a day, every day. It's the Mike Keller Show, presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer on Fox Sports 1070 The Game. And on the iHeartRadio app. If I go, there will be trouble. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You say you want a revolution. Well, you know. Oh, we bring in Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette, PackersNews.com. Pete, we were going to talk about the draft today, uh, all day, and now we're not talking about the draft today, really at all. Um, When when this Rogers stuff begins to break, I want to kind of cut to the the back room of this. The Packers front office has no surprise to the sides know exactly where the other is in this process. They've both been involved in it every day. It's the rest of us, some media, and mainly fans, who are hearing this for the first time. So the blow-up today is not news to the Packers' front office nor to Rodgers' camp. Is that fair? Yeah, it's news to the rest of us, but but definitely not to them because, I mean, the Packers have been sending – According to the report, Murphy's been out there. Gutekunst has been out there. LaFleur's been out there to visit him. The agent's been here. So, no, this has been going on um, all off season, and it confirms that, you know, the snippets that I know you and I, because we've communicated about this, have been hearing, and some things reported by other reporters really vague. There was definitely something to it all, for sure. So what is what, – this is your your – your area of expertise. What is your reaction in this moment? Does it take you back to the, you know, the the end of the Favre era? How how do you how do you process what's happening right now? A little bit, but it's different circumstances, and I'm still, you know, I was doing other stuff. So when this stuff first broke, I was doing an online chat with fans. I didn't even know about it till about you know as soon as I got done with that chat, which was more like two fifteen or two thirty. So I'm still just trying to process all this myself. And so I don't want to say anything stupid. You want to think it yeah. through. Um, Let us do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm, I'll do it. Um, you know, I thought that it, it takes it does take you back to Favre a little bit, but the circumstances are different, a little different. 
you know, I thought the Packers were playing with fire and that the but the problem wouldn't come to a head till next February, you know, March. Um, and looks like it's going to come to a head earlier than that. I was also under the impression that Rodgers just wanted some kind of guarantee he's their, he's their quarterback next year, which I was thinking meant moving money from 22 to 21. Not giving him a raise, but just giving him more money now as a show that he's going to be their guy next year too. Now it's looking like he wants more than that, that he actually does want to raise. I mean, it kind of looks that way, right, if they're talking about an extension. Well, um, let me let me add a Trey Wingo tweet in. You, you, we're all familiar with Trey. Sure. Trey Wingo just tweeted this out moments ago. The Packers reportedly told Aaron Rodgers they were going to trade him in the offseason, then backed off. It's been a bleep show between them ever since. And within the last week, Rodgers told the team, trade or no trade, I'm not coming back. Mm. That's new information. That's new information. That's from Trey Wingo a moment ago. I mean, if that's true, that changes everything. Um, If they actually told him that. Now, I don't know. I mean, I've seen Trey Wingo on, you know, TV plenty, and he does a good job there. I don't know how reliable is just a straight, flat out doing his own legwork reporting. You know, I just I I don't know what his track record is there, so I can't say whether this is true or not, but. Um, if that's the case, then yeah, that would kind of blow my mind because, you know, why would you trade in this off season when you'd have a chance, a pretty good chance to win the Super Bowl with him this year? I mean, did they, can they really feel that good about love from what little they saw of him last year? That would, that kind of bends my mind if it's true. And again, you know, I don't know if that part if you know, what Trey is reporting, uh, how true it is. Talking with Pete Doherty, our Packers insider here on the Mike Keller Show. So, okay, so with the new info from Trey Wingo, with Brian Gutekunst saying, you know, he's our quarterback, um, with the kind of the confusing news, I would say, from Ian Rappaport saying he wants an extension. They offered an extension. He turned down the extension, but everything can be fixed with an extension. I mean, I just, isn't the bottom line that there are three options next year? He's either your quarterback, he's sitting out, or he's not your quarterback. What seems most likely to you trying to process all the information in real time now? Yeah, I would think the least likely for sure is that he sits out. I mean, that just, I can't, I find it hard to believe it would come to that. Either the Packers will be convinced that he's not going to play for him and they'd want to get as much as they could for him and they'd do it now, or that he's, they somehow work, you know, they work all through this and he's their quarterback you know, next year and for, you know, at least a couple more years to come, I would think those are the two options. And I don't, I, I can't, you know, I can't make a good guess on, yeah. you know, which yeah. is, which is more likely. I just, it just seems like, you know, everything's at play here. Everything's a possibility. I, you know, I mean, the next thing, you know, we'll, you know, be getting ready for the draft and they'll already have traded him or that they'll already have a contract yeah. extension. Don, you know, who knows? Yeah, you know, you mentioned it, it seemed like it might be about money, but it, it, I keep thinking it's more about years and for him to feel secure in his position with the Packers uh, after they trapped Jordan Love. And I don't know if that's true or not, but it just seems like it, with Aaron and the way he has been, a lot of it for him is, I don't want to say hubris, but it's an emotional thing for him. He wants to feel the respect, and if that trust or if that's broken, 
how convicted would he feel? But if the Packers say they'll never, they're not going to trade him at all, and that's the way they feel, and they won't trade him, then eventually he has to come around and sign that extension, right? Well, he wouldn't have to sign the extension, no. Um, but he'd, have, but he he'd sit just, out for a year. He'd, he'd, just have, he'd just have to show up, and he, but he can make their life miserable. You know, he yeah. can he can undermine them in all sorts of ways, publicly and privately. So, you know, you don't want a quarterback who's not all in. You know, so I mean, they've got to, they'll have to work this out. And, you know, a lot of it's, it's just about, um, it is about ego and control and, um, you know, who's, who's in charge, you know, because, and obviously Rogers, no matter what he said last year is, was obviously really, really upset. They drafted Jordan Love and, you know, there's a lot of ways to look at it. If you talk to Favre or, you know, for instance, Favre, I'm sure he feels responsible for the Packers being able to sell stock to build Lambeau Field, you know, to, to refurbish it. Because he he was the most important person in that whole thing to getting that team back on track and winning the Super Bowl. And I'm sure if you talk to Rodgers, he would think that he's primarily responsible for all the money they brought in for Titletown because they had another stock sale. Sure. Pete, and me, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. They're not they're not wrong. No, you know? but no. this is about exerting control and right. It's a fine line. These quarterbacks, you know, they're the highest paid, most important guy in the building, and the power dynamic is changing in the league with them. Pete, I know you have another responsibility. So, last question here: Just when you see all of this happening within the last hour plus, why now? Like, what's your perception of why? Because Rogers Camp is obviously talking, uh, but why to? Is this a PR fight? Is this political? I would. I'm just guessing here, so don't take this as yep. gospel. But I'm guessing that you know Rogers' people—they're the ones who had to have leaked this. Yeah, and they did it knowingly. This didn't just happen accidentally. And this was this is a maximum. This is the time to get maximum leverage, maximum exposure, maximum publicity with the draft going on. Um, so if he really does want out, maybe it facilitates the trade. Either way, it puts more heat, way more heat on the Packers. It's been huge news no matter when it happened. But to happen today, you know, with the draft tonight, this maximizes um, all that publicity. All right. Very good. Pete, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, buckle up. It's yeah. uh, going to get interesting. No kidding. Uh, all right, Pete, thank you very much. Pete Doherty, Green Bay Press Gazette, PackersNews.com. Okay, knock it off already. Now the Brewers tweeting out that right-handed pitcher Corbin Burns has been placed on the injured list. Oh, I thought you said he wanted out. <laughs> oh, jeez. He wants out, too. And what? Yelich and Giannis. No, stop. Corbin this, Burns on the injured list without this, an injury designation. That's from Adam McCalvey right after the Brewers tweeted out that Corbin Burns is placed on the I.L. Zach Godley placed on the 10-day injured list with a right index finger contusion right-handed pitcher Alec Bettinger and left-handed pitcher Eric Lauer recalled from the alternate site. Lauer will pitch against Trevor Bauer tonight. But uh, Corbin Burns on the injured list without an injury designation. So I'm yeah. not sure what all this means. What is that about? No designation. Do they just want to make sure he gets rest? No, I, no I don't think it's that. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, could it be a COVID-related thing? Could oh, maybe. It, could it be personal? Do the, um, do the Brewers just want to see if they can field a team with as many guys on injured reserve goodness. as possible or I, injured list? I, I don't know. John, what you were saying right before the show began, um, when's the last time we had a show quite like this? And now as things begin to continue to evolve, 
I don't think we've had a show like this since Favre. Yeah, I was just trying to think of shows that we, um, you know, basically know what we're talking about the entire three hours. COVID, Mike McCarthy fired, right? But New GM or something, New Pack, when yeah. Gutekunst got hired. And this feels like the Favre stuff, but I mean, this can obviously go one of two ways. This either goes through the roof and hits Favre's status. I don't think we're there yet. Or maybe this quiets down and this can all quiet down with the, uh, you know, with one side kind of accepting an offer. But I don't I don't I don't see it quieting down because otherwise you don't put out that information to reporters. But by the way, I just want to reply to a tweet. Why would you um, want that? If you wanted it to quiet down, you get the extension. So this and is the opposite. of Yeah. That. So if yeah. you don't want it to quiet down, you put it out. Yeah, this this is. Listen, this is a blank you moment. I wanted this when the season ended. You should have walked to the table on a silver platter with a contract extension. Why you didn't do it is that pissed me off, and I've stayed quiet, and now I'm going to maximize the exposure on the biggest day of the offseason in the NFL. I'm going to be front and center. Everybody's watching the NFL Network and ESPN tonight for draft coverage. If they have it turned on right now, there has been no draft talk for an hour and a half. It is an hour and a half Aaron Rodgers special right now. This is a blank you moment for Aaron Rodgers to say to the Packers, you messed with the wrong hombre at the wrong time. Absolutely. The only um, question I have left is, are they, does he just want to make them suffer and then eventually return? Or yeah. is, he, is, he, is it really true? That, okay, I'm going to leave. When Schefter tweeted this out originally uh, this afternoon, I t- retweeted and said, no, dot, 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 no issue in Green Bay, hashtag nothing. And uh, somebody tweeted at me, day late, dollar short, Heller. That was sarcasm. There's no font. I've been talking about the fire that is behind the doors in yes. Green Bay for a month and a half or longer. Here's the fire, everybody. Hey, the talk and text line is wide open if you want to send some texts in. 877-729-1070. We've already got some coming in on this topic at 877-729-1070. I say we get to some of these texts, and who knows what's going to break during the commercials. Yeah, Tom Hardicourt tweeting on Corbin Burns. I'll give you that detail when we come back as well, maybe as I suggested a moment ago. So we get to all of this. Oh, boy, what a day. This is the Mike Heller Show presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer on Fox Sports 1070 The Game. And on the iHeartRadio app. Say you got a real solution. I see what you're doing here. What am I doing? What song is this? Armin, do you know what song this is? I bet you don't. You heard this? I can't say I know this one. I need a little more maybe to hear it. Just we'll lead into the chorus, and then I think you're going to get it. So it might take just a moment to get there. This is the Greg Kinn Band, K-I-H-N. Okay. The Greg Kinn Band. Still don't know it? Not yet. Okay, let's hear what they have to say coming up next. Our love's in jeopardy? It's a good pull, John. Actually, yeah. Man, a lot of things going on there. Love, jeopardy, Rogers. 
That's an amazing pull. Was that you, John? That was, right? That was all me. Yep. That's, that's impressive, brother. John's never heard of the Greg Kinn band either. Thank you. It means so much to Man, me. I'm just, so my mind's blowing. You guys see me. I just can't handle this. So much uh, going on in that in those song lyrics. You know, I think people underestimate how devastating this... Maybe they don't, but we're taught the situation. Packer fans are devastated right now. This is not what they ever wanted to see from their king, you know, and, and from their organization. And they're looking to blame somebody. And what you said before, Mike, is absolutely true. It's a public opinion battle right now because... Fans are going to turn on one or the other, and it's it's. Let's see whose side. If you took a poll right now, maybe that's. I don't know. Are we going to pick sides? Should we put a? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask a Twitter poll question. In fact, if you guys talk for a moment, I'll pose it right now. Who's the villain in this story? I like mine. Packers or Rodgers? You really think? I mean, listen. This news is so new. Do you really think Rodgers is not going to be the quarterback next year? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I like to think it's still going to happen. They will be. I do too. You know, I just still think it, but it's hard to believe it wouldn't be just because I don't think the Packers would trade him. Because the cap hit and all these things, and I don't know the... the... Well, that, that, that's right. I mean, Rodgers may want out, but that doesn't mean the Packers have to deal him. And Yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't know. I, I just don't see any any other situation. Aaron has a better shot at a ring, but I'm not sure that's the number one thing he's thinking about right now. But, um, you know, if there's a villain, Mike, to answer your question, I think most Packers fans see it as the Packers organization right now. Gutekunst, Murphy, just as, I think that's how fans are. They they love their the player and not necessarily the suit. Well, unnamed in the six oh eight says at some point he needs to be replaced. Does he want a contract till he's fifty? Everyone is replaceable. Packers should draft a punter to say F you to Rogers. Oh, is everyone replaceable? Is Aaron Rodgers replaceable right now? Can you replace what Aaron Rodgers did last year with somebody else? Uh no, probably no, nobody. probably not. No. So um let me just update the other storyline that's that's brewing and that is Corbin Burns placed on the IL along with Zach Godley, uh Tom Hardicourt tweeting out teams specify a player's injury when putting him on the IL if it's an actual injury. If they don't specify, we can assume positive COVID test or contact tracing. Teams are not allowed to state that without player permission. So what are we thinking here then? Uh, positive co- Pause, positive COVID-19 tracing. test or contact tracing. Interesting. But there's been no other designation of another Brewers player right now, so... Matt and Columbus chimes in on our Stone Innovations talk and text line, guys. Let's play this out. What could the Packers get from the Niners if they traded Rodgers? Who else is interested and has leverage? Matt and Columbus. Well, I think the entire league, if you want a quarterback, is interested at this point. Um, so, they already turned down the 49ers offer. Yeah. But you read an interesting tweet from Pro Football Talk. Yeah, I'm trying that, to f- that as a Packers fan, I mean, you, listen, yeah, so you don't want to hear it, but you got to listen. Florio tweeted out uh, for Pro Football Talk that um, I'm trying to find the specific wording. He said, oh, here it is, from an unimpeachable source as of last night, Aaron Rodgers' wish list was 49ers, Broncos, Raiders, not necessarily in that order. He wanted the Packers to take the 49ers offer. 
Next move by Rodgers is TBD. Mm. So, so, so he the, wanted out. According to Florio, he wanted to go to San Francisco. That's it's the, He's saying that Rodgers was ready to pack the bags and move, essentially. Well, don't yeah. we already have we? Are, but, but other information have, can't we wow. assume that already? Basically, that, that's big. I mean, but well, if, no, not that Rodgers was ready to go to San Francisco. Like he's well, specifically there. Like, yeah, like like you can have. I guess for me, the way I looked at it is, you can have a report that so and so wants out. Okay, a lot of people are reporting that, but True. that report says so and so wants out, and in fact, he wanted this trade right here to become official because Trey he wanted Wingo. to go to this team. Trey Wingo, I just had had that other tweet. Also, per sources, as of last night. Oh. Rodgers was convinced he was heading to San Francisco. Uh, I, uh, wow. Okay. So, I, I just why would the Packers trade him? In, in, well, in, if Aaron was saying, "Listen, I'm not coming back." Let, let's this let's, let's right right. Let's just play this out a little bit. Try and get into the minds of what's going on. If Aaron said to the Packers after he expected an extension and didn't get one, even though there's another report that after. The uh, tried to restructure and uh, that didn't happen, and then they offered an extension. If at first they didn't offer the extension, and Rogers essentially said to them, "Listen, I'm not coming back. I'm done." I, I, that was the last straw when yeah. when we sat at the table and you wouldn't do an extension. That you had, was you had it. your chance. You had your chance. So I'm telling you now, I'm not now. Green Bay's got now. You're playing poker. Is it real? Is he bluffing? Does he have those cards? Is he willing to not come back? Because you would trade him. In fact, I said this, uh, I was thinking this on the way in on the original initial report. If San Francisco indeed offered the third overall pick, Garoppolo, and other first rounders this and or next year, I think I would certainly give it some consideration. You'd have to think about it. Especially if the quarterback told you, listen, I don't know if you're going to believe me or not, but I'm not coming back. Right. I'm done. I'm out. You guys, you you made a choice last year. I didn't like it. And then I won the MVP. I've got us where we are, and you wouldn't offer me an extension. Blank off. I'm not coming back. Trade me. And then the Packers turned down a trade. That, to me, there's one plausible avenue with which this story has blown up today if those things happened essentially in that order and now rogers camp is saying dude talking to the packers dudes we told you i'm not coming back you didn't offer me the extension i'm done that happens and now you didn't trade me to the team i wanted to be traded to if i'm not coming back with a pretty good haul in your stead boys you think i was kidding I'm not coming back. Listen, you think I was kidding? I haven't talked to my family in 11 years. You think I'm going to bluff with you? Right, right. That, you just that's painted a pretty uh, eerie you, scenario there, Heller, that uh, actually kind of makes it sense. Uh, did you have something, Armin? No, just you're right. I mean, Aaron's the guy that would do it. Yeah, he's the, he's got that stubborn attitude. He's got that personality to him that he he'll do it if it's a pride issue. And you made the point about his family, Mike. It's true. Um, it's just all I can think about is this is worst nightmare scenario for Packers fans. They thought they'd never have to live through their favorite son wanting to say "f you" to the team, and and I want to sabotage you in the process. That's what happened with Favre. 
it was the worst nightmare scenario, and now Packers fans are having to live through it again. Brent in Arena uh, on the Stone Innovations talk and text line at 877-729-1070. If only there was an awesome quarterback in a place like Seattle that was also unhappy with his team that wouldn't mind playing in Green Bay. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> people say that, right? Mike check brought that this, up, and I was like, out. yeah, both both guys don't want to be there. So I know that's probably not going to happen. I know the Packers weren't on Russell's wish list, but... I know this I, wasn't, as a Packer fan, I bet you'd be okay with that if yeah. that was the scenario that played out. It wouldn't be a great landing spot for Aaron Rodgers, by the way, because I don't think Seattle's close. I mean, you'd go to the West Coast. By the way, I did post a Twitter poll question. It oh. might not be the one you wanted. I said, who is the villain right now in the Packers' Aaron Rodgers storyline? Packers organization, 52.5%. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, 48.5%. Actually, just moved by a percentage point. It's a 50-50 split. That's, that's, close, be- that's closer than I thought. Sorry, John. I was going to say, I think this is early returns. Give it about 10 minutes to settle down. Don't you think most people right now would be blaming the Packers? Absolutely. Yeah. That's the sense I get anecdotally no, I don't, from I don't reading Twitter. Think so. They're the ones that are digging their own grave. They drafted I, I, love. I don't think so. I think they're going, okay, diva? You're talking about a diva? I think they're, half of the crowd here is they have Maybe. been Packer fans for a lifetime. This situation isn't entirely different for, uh, you know, far one public sentiment mostly, you know, 15 years ago, however many years ago that until was. Until he went to the Vikings. Uh, 2008, until right? He, yeah, until he, until he went to Minnesota. Now, Rodgers is kind of going through the same thing, and it appears that Rodgers is playing the diva card, some people's view, more than Favre did. Here's the reason I would say the Packers right now are the villain, is because they started this a year ago when they drafted Jordan Love. They started this whole process with a 36, 37-year-old quarterback that said, hey, we may need to be moving on from this guy. Forgetting the fact that quarterbacks play until they're 42 nowadays or whatever. At least. At least. And that, and then, add on top of that, Rodgers has an MVP, best season ever type of year. And so I would look at it as, hey, Packers, you're the ones that read the cards wrong. You're thinking our guy isn't as what he used to be. We're drafting this guy and we'll replace him in two years. And now you've got the issue where your guy's actually not even not really good. He's great. He's elite. He's he's the best. And so I would blame the Packers for for going down the wrong road. Yeah, having to a, start this whole thing. Having a great uh, player, you know, at that position's cherished. So if Packers fans, in my opinion, would say, "Why would you do anything to mess it up? Why would you make him unhappy? We're trying to win a championship. We're not looking for the future." And uh, the Packers obviously did the opposite by drafting, drafting Love and doing all that. Right, and, and, and that's they, where fans are going to say, "Why would you do that?" That, that? That's why I think now, whereas Favre was the one to first float out retirement many a, a year before that, uh, before that Rodgers pick happened. And on top of that, it's the reason it's their fault, and I would label them the villain early on here in the storyline of what we know is because had they just gone ahead and drafted a wide receiver or somebody else or somebody that can make an impact this season and then Rodgers comes out and has his year like I don't are we in the position where they're like maybe we shouldn't move on from Aaron but I think the whole love thing started this that started it of course of course we've known that right for a year Mm -hmm. right I don't know but but I never thought even though we knew that this was um, where you know that this would make him unhappy. I never thought we'd get to the point that a year later, after an MVP season, that he wants out. Oh, I agree. Even with that, you know, drafting the quarterback. To, if you had said to me a year ago, uh, actually, 
Uh, Rodgers is going to throw 48 touchdowns, whatever he threw, uh, be the MVP. And um, I wouldn't have believed that scenario that then he would want out. Yeah, and and to me, the, the timing of this goes this goes right back to the concept. If indeed, now different reports say there was a trade offer and others say that there wasn't a specific trade offer last night from San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco, the, their boss said, I don't know if, uh, if I can guarantee anybody's going to be alive on Sunday when talking about whether Garoppolo yeah. would still be their quarterback. So, you know, they had some indication or inclination that maybe there was a conversation going on or that was going to happen. That being the point, if San Francisco and the Green Bay Packers talked last night, and if, there's a bunch of if in here, Rodgers had said to Green Bay, fellas, I'm not coming back. That ship has sailed. Ship, I said, John, ship. That ship has sailed. And then the Packers talked to the Niners, and the Packers didn't take the Niners off for seriously and dismissed it, and Rodgers finds that out. Now that's why all this stuff is out there today. Right, and he wants Because Rodgers' camp is going to try and make Green Bay look as ugly as they can. And take their shots. And it's funny because the, the first stalemate, if the first stalemate was contract years versus uh, you know, no contra- you know, no extension, now the second one might be, you better make a trade or you're going to lose me. Like Now the Packers have to make a decision. Should they make a trade and what offer should they take if they, if they well, want to make that? What feeds a fire? Oxygen? So if there was a fire behind closed doors in Green Bay... All doors and windows are open. All oxygen has entered the room with the fire, and this is now an inferno. This is crazy. You're listening to The Mike Heller Show, presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer on Fox Sports 1070 The Game. And on the iHeartRadio app. Mike Heller Show. Brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Made pure. Everyone loves White Claws. Call or text the show at 1-877-729-1070. Send a tweet at Heller Sports. Alongside John Adias, here's Mike Heller. So this storyline really all begins with Adam Schefter. Well, let me let me go back. Let me backtrack a little bit further. Paul Allen on KFan Radio in Minneapolis this morning talking about a potential trade offer that he had heard of between San Francisco and Green Bay last night. Initially, that wasn't followed up on, but then Adam Schefter tweeted this out. Uh, this tweet. Yeah, let's see the specific timing of it was two nineteen Central. Adam Schefter, reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers, is so disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers that he has told some within the organization that he does not want to return to the team. League and team sources told ESPN today. That storyline has since dramatically evolved. Uh, Rob Domoski tweeting, when Rodgers said last May, my sincere desire to start and finish with the same organization may not be a reality, seemed he was putting the onus on the Packers to recommit. And it appears that maybe Green Bay didn't recommit. The storyline in the offseason now, as it's out today from Ian Rappaport, 
said that the Packers didn't restructure. Uh, Rodgers was hot about that. Then he wa- But Rodgers, because he didn't want to restructure, he wanted an extension. Packers didn't offer it. Now they've offered an extension. He turned it down. Now, where does this storyline, what do we know about Aaron Rodgers? Now, we only know what he allows us to know. He's been uh, kind of a, a tight-wound book from getting to know who Aaron Rodgers, the person, is. But we do know, regardless of not knowing the circumstances, that he essentially has cut ties with his family, his, his family, his parents, his siblings. He's cut ties with his family. Um, Aaron holds grudges, right? I mean, is that fair to say? Absolutely um, fair, yes. Yeah, he held a grudge that he wasn't drafted early in the first round. It's kind of fueled his career. When the Packers didn't come with an extension offer, when they drafted Jordan Love last year and then didn't offer an extension after an MVP season and a second straight trip to the NFC Championship game. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Could it not be conceivable that Rogers at that point said... Boys, I'm done because the reports here this afternoon say that Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst, and Matt LaFleur have all separately flown to California in this offseason to try and work through issues with Aaron Rodgers and that Aaron sent his agent to Green Bay to sit across from the table and that didn't work. Is it not fully conceivable in this moment that Aaron has said to the Green Bay Packers what these reports are saying? I'm not coming back. It isn't isn't that conceivable? And if it is, what do the Green Bay Packers do? And at the very least, what today is, my opinion, what today is, is Aaron Rodgers saying, I will swing public opinion here. I haven't talked. Now I'm not going to talk, except I'm going to talk through media representatives. Sure. Because that's how this stuff works, right? Somebody has the eyes and ears of the Green Bay Packers. Somebody has the eyes and ears of Aaron Rodgers. Neither one publicly comes out, but reporters say, sources tell me, and that's the Packers talking. Another reporter says, sources tell me, and that's Rodgers camp talking. Today, Rodgers camp is doing all of the talking, and it is no coincidence that it happens on the biggest off-season day in the National Football League. The draft is tonight in Cleveland. In fact, the draft begins with Jacksonville on the clock in less than three hours. And we've had draft coverage on with uh, ESPN's version of it for the last hour and a half, and they've not talked about the draft. They have been all on Aaron Rodgers. This is no accident. So I asked this Twitter poll question as we got the show underway today, and I want to give you some reaction to it. Who's the villain right now in the Packers' Aaron Rodgers storyline? 550 votes in on it. 54% say the Packers. 46% say Aaron Rodgers. Some of the reaction. If the front office really did everything this offseason, the reports say today, I'm putting this one on Aaron. That's Jay Zilla. Todd said both are at fault. 
BG said the answer to this question is always the Chicago Bears, yep. which is <laughs> uh, Gasman3268 said they both are, which makes the whole thing worse. Georgia, who I know, in Salt Lake said, are we even surprised? Look at how this draft night went when Aaron was drafted. He wasn't happy then. Is it happy now? Hasn't he always wanted to go to San Francisco? Sure, he has. That was, it was his childhood team. It's where he wanted to, wanted to go. And, and that fueled his entire career that San Francisco drafted Alex Smith. Uh, Brent, uh, Brett rather from Janesville chimes in on the Stone Innovations talk and text line. He says, I've been pretty steady on the 12 news this offseason, but for the first time, I'm nervous. Oh, sure. That's what most Packer fans feel right now. I mean, if they're not, if they weren't nervous already, this is, it's been a devastating nightmare of a day for Packers fans who never wanted to see this happen, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. I think it's interesting how public opinion is swaying now. What we've known is fans have never really cherished Rodgers emotionally like they did with Favre. Would that be fair to say? Yep, fan of the player so much on the field, but they've never loved Aaron the way they love Brett. Not the same way. So I wonder if maybe that's why we're seeing some of the... um, some of the votes go a certain way. And maybe that's, like you said, when, when we first got this report from Schefter, that was David Dunn entering the chat, right? That yep. was that yep. was Rogers' Correct. agent. Yep. And then at that point, it's like, well, we're yeah, like you said, we're going to take the swings out. Now, the question is, for me, it, the Packers are gambling how much they can convince Aaron to change his position and take this extension going forward. Because Aaron holds grudges, as you said. And it's not easy for him to turn that sh- big that ship around. When he when he feels a yeah. certain way, right? So I think the right. Packers are feeling like they, they, that eventually they can convince him to feel better. They can so do whatever they need to do. What are the chance chances right now that the Rogers ship gets stuck in the Suez Canal? Can't turn it around and can't go forward. Is there, is there a, the potential that the shipping lanes could be blocked because of of everything going on? I want to give you a negative Packers uh, off the talking text line. So Brian and Madison said, all Murphy wants to do is build the title town experience and his stupid sledding hill. Gutekunst can't draft Kevin King instead of Watt, Jordan Love. Someone needs to redraft the Packers front office. So there's the negative Packers organizational view of this, that Green Bay has screwed this up from the beginning with, leadership that they don't trust in Murphy and Brian Gutekunst. And that's why on your poll question uh, on Twitter at Heller Sports, I kind of lean toward the Green Bay Packers as being the villain, if that's a term you want to use, is because of what they have done to get to this point. They didn't need to draft. I think it all starts with Jordan Love. They don't need to draft Jordan Love. They do. And it starts this whole weird dynamic that has reached the point today. I truly feel if if Love hadn't been drafted and maybe they went all in and kind of, uh, you know, like most fans wanted them to do, take a wide receiver or whatever, take some sort of player that can help now, I don't know if we get to this point, right? I don't know yeah. if we get to the point where Rodgers wants out because they don't have anybody to back up Rodgers and they say, oh, we got an MVP? Let's let's extend this, do dude. You, do you want to do a What's Update or is yeah. this the What's Update? Yeah, we can do this. Okay. Well, this is the What's Update. But... Okay, but there, I have other news on Corbin Burns for the What's Update. Okay. So that's Armin over there. My name's Mike. The show is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. John Audius has a What's Update. Hey, hey John. fellas. What's up? This is What's Up. What's up? What's up? Get what's up? Get it. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. What's up with you? Here's what's up. Well, here's what's up. It all starts, by the way, 
this What's Update is brought to you by, we have a sponsor, uh, brought to you by Vizzy Seltzer. You can yeah. drink normal hard seltzer or you can Why try Vizzy. Why would you do that? It has antioxidant vitamin C. And who doesn't love vitamin C? Celebrate responsibly. So this all starts today, this afternoon, with a tweet by one Adam Schefter. Packers fans everywhere double-checking. Does he have the blue check mark? He does. Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled with the Packers that he has told some within the organization that he does not want to return to the team. League and team sources told ESPN on Thursday. Then other reporters have come out with all their little pieces of news and nuggets. Uh, it was um, Gutenkunst on a tweet from Tom Silverstein. I saw it from Silverstein. Let me bring that up, Mike. Where he puts out a statement that says, where is it, Mike? It's As under, we've stated yeah. since the season ended, we are committed to Aaron in 2021 and beyond. Aaron has been a vital part of our success, and we look forward to competing for another championship with him leading our team. Glazer has painted a more uh, ominous picture with his tweets, saying that it's pretty much over. Pro Football Talk kind of saying the same thing on Twitter. Trey Wingo saying the same thing, that this thing is done between the Packers and Rodgers. I, I don't even know what to think other than this is not good. Well, it's interesting to see the tweets that have come out uh, as well from some Packers players and former Packers players. Randall Cobb just tweeted a gif of a surprised face. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling an hour ago tweeted a gif uh, to the news of sort of a confused face, I think. Uh, I saw Adrian Amos tweet crazy how... Um, let me see. Let me get it here. It's crazy how one person can tweet something that they heard from somebody who said that they heard somebody say something. It can blow up this quick. But not really any clarity. I mean, for Packers fans that are desperate for anything that shows security for the Packers and Ray Rodgers right now. So here's what Spoon was also saying. Uh, he says this. These are his thoughts about an hour ago. It appears that the Rodgers leak was made for maximum exposure. It's draft day after all. But from the standpoint of wanting a trade, his timing couldn't be worse. He should have made this clear a long time ago if he really wanted to be traded. Once the draft is over, there's no compensation the Packers will take for him. They don't want future picks. They would want them this year. I don't really understand the timing. Maybe he just wants the Packers to take a beating from the public before he goes back. You said it, Mike. Yeah, that's something that Mike kind of hinted at. And that's the thing with this is, is it salvageable? Is he going to come back? Is he really truly out? Could they offer him a better extension? Is he just trying to make them look bad for a while before returning? Is he? I don't know. But I, it is curious that it's on draft day. Everybody wants to. This would be the day when people want to make moves. Yeah. However, what would I say to that I is think, that I think Spoon's point is well taken. That if you really did want the trade, then you should publicize this a while ago. This is not necessarily the best day right. to be on a trade block. But maybe he told the Pack. I mean, maybe this is just when we're hearing yeah, about it, but sure. he told the Packers Correct. that already. So yeah, the- I, I was saying this earlier when we had uh, when we were talking with with Pete Doherty. This there is no surprise in the Packers front office or in Aaron Rodgers' camp today. The rest of us have now been made privy to what's been going on, right. at least through different reports. And I've, I've said this throughout that there was a fire. Behind closed doors, between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, when were we going to find out the extent of the fire? Today, we found out the extent of the fire, and it is burning acres, 
and it's zero percent contained. And you know, I just think about the couple days ago. Uh, it was the uh, press conference that Brian Gutekunst had said, you know, Aaron foreseeable future, all that. So they'd look pretty bad if they traded him at this point. So I just don't think it's going to happen. Of course, it doesn't guarantee it won't. And I, I just, yeah. And like you said, Mike, I think deep down, maybe this is a situation where Rodgers knows eventually he will have to come uh, uh, back to that extension, come to an agreement with the Packers, but he wants them to suffer for it first and let them know, this is what I can do. I did it to you. You are suffering. I'm making you pay. And if that's a hubris thing, whatever it is, whatever. But, that, that but that's seem, what it doesn't is. Doesn't that seem weird? Sure it does. I mean, but this whole thing is weird. Isn't this whole thing weird, John? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Rodgers, but that just seems like an unnecessary step just to placate, placate your ego. Or maybe it's just another negotiation tactic to make the terms mm. of that extension better, right? Well... Perhaps, yeah. So, so it's that it's, makes more, that it's makes a more PR move. It's so it's public. It's letting the community know, letting letting fans of the league know. Does that influence what what happens behind closed doors in a negotiation? Well, I don't know. It, it shouldn't, but maybe he maybe it does. Maybe he wants to put more pressure on the Packers. So by by getting fan uproar, whatever it may be. I don't know if that'll work, but the pro football talk uh, storyline, by the way, is that. Rodgers knew about the offer to the 49ers and wanted the Packers to take it. A league source tells Pro Football Talk that that that's that he, geez, that so that's, that's what inter- he wanted to happen. And that's interesting because it comes from Florio, right? Who notor- I don't want to say, but he notoriously is not as pro. He's got a Rogers. reputation he to does. be anti Rodgers, anti yeah. Packers. So you might paint a less rosy view of things. But uh, who am I to say? I don't know. You know, but Unnamed in the 608 says the best move for the Packers would have been taking the third-round pick, or the third pick from the 49ers, Jimmy G, and Bosa. Was Bosa in this initial offer? I don't know. I, don't, I never oh, heard that. Oh, jeez. That would have been. Uh, and first-round picks for next year and a second. Then and he says taking Jamar Chase or the guy from Oregon, Sewell. How do you say that? I don't know who that is. If if Bosa was in the in the trade concept and the third overall pick and Jimmy G, might you have taken it? Actually, would have been not the worst deal in the world. Um, there's other news today. Do you want? Yeah, what's to, the latest with the Brewers? So the Corbin Corbin Burns has been placed oh. on the IL. So Craig Council on Corbin Burns quote I can't discuss it. That means COVID. it's a positive COVID test. And, you know, players have to say that you can release that information for them to do it. But when the manager is asked about it and he says, I can't discuss it, he's essentially told you it's a positive COVID test. Or, or it could it still be contact tracing? It could tracing? be contact tracing, but yeah. if it was, there would be others. Hmm. I suppose, unless it happened away from the ballpark and with family. Or on how many guys have been vaccinated and all that stuff, right? Yeah, the the Brewers yeah. had vaccinations, so apparently, if that were the case, then Corbin Burns may not have gotten the vaccination. Have you gotten your second vaccine, Armin? I did. I have. Yes. How was uh, it? How were the symptoms afterwards? I did. Uh, it it knocked me down. I got it uh, two Saturdays ago, and it knocked me down for a day after. Yeah, it I did mean, knock it was, you down. It was. I had like a headache and I was fatigued, um, but you know, it lasted a day. So, but yeah, I felt it. I'm curious. I got mine next week, in case anybody cares. All right, guys, that's what's up. Uh, one other quote from Tom Hardicourt on Burns. Burns was not put on the 10-day IL, just the IL, 
That tells you something right there. That's saying that it's COVID. Uh, you have to have an injury to go on the 10-day IL. If you test positive for COVID, there's a minimum 10-day down period. So minimum 10 days for Corbin Burns from today. Can't be retroactive, I don't believe. So uh, he was scheduled to go Sunday against the Dodgers. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Woo! The storylines are running deep. What do you want to do on, on – you want to replace some of the Pete Doherty conversation, or do we want to just continue on? Yeah, with, let's, we can replace. So Pete, Pete joined us one hour ago. Nothing has really changed since then. So let's play some of that conversation back because I think it's really interesting to listen to how Pete Doherty views this. Again, it was an hour ago, but to my knowledge, nothing officially has changed since then. And I think it's great perspective to get from Pete Doherty. We'll hear some of that conversation when we come back. Three hours a day, every day. It's the Mike Keller Show presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer on Fox Sports 1070 The Game. And on the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's what the Packers should be saying. Hey, anywhere should you they? want it. Whatever you need. Should they? Yeah. So they should give all the power to him right now? Uh, to the MVP of the league that is going to determine uh, their fate of winning a Super Bowl or not? That might be a good idea. All right, because he's, uh, he's the only player in the league that could do that, right? Um, at that level? Am I right? That you have? Y- yes. Mahomes? I mean, yeah, but you don't have Mahomes. That's oh, the thing. you have you, that. You can't get Mahomes. So you speak of this always from a Vikings perspective. Listen, yeah, point. any way you want it, do what you need to do. 40, is it 48? Am I saying that right? Was it 48 touchdowns this year? 48, tu- 48, 48 touchdowns. It's absurd. You know, no. there was nobody on the other end of those throws. It was Aaron was throwing to himself. Okay, because a lot of guys step and in and throw 48 touchdowns And the offensive line wasn't there either. Yeah. I'm just saying you, you well, make never it as though great it's a, wide receivers and, and offensive line. You make any it team as though in NFL it's a history. one-sided conversation. Listen. Absolute. Here, I'll no, give you another. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Hold wait, on, guys. Hold. Let, let's say a little bit you're both right here, but come on. They, no no one else is doing what Aaron did this year. Right. I, I get it. Okay, 48 You can't just throw in anyone and be like, it's, but, you know, they got the same okay, offensive so then you Okay, so then you just slide the checkbook across yes. the table and you say, just, just fill in the amount and we'll just deal with everything else later? <laughs> Any way you want it. Well, no, you see, you can't totally do that either, John. Come on. That's, I know. that's such that's a ridiculous so that, way to look yes, at it. Yes, you can. Let that me, let me add, this in. Let me ahead, add this in from Ian Rappaport. He just tweeted this out. If it matters – okay, so this goes along in the lines of who's talking. So this is now the Packers talking through Ian Rappaport. He tweets, if it matters now or in the future – the Packers like what they have in Jordan Love if something were to happen with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> He's performed well in practice. No one knows what will happen in a game, but the early returns are positive. So, again, we talk about where storylines come from. Wow. Right? That's and, funny. And they come from both camps, and this one comes 
from the Packers camp. That's so obviously the Packers camp. It's just funny to me because it's such an obvious, hey, throw it out there that we love Jordan Love. Yeah, right? <laughs> like it makes a difference. <laughs> all right, so one hour ago. This stuff all breaks about an hour and 50, one, five, zero. An hour and 50 minutes ago is when the stuff really begins to break. One hour ago right now, we were visiting with Pete Doherty. I still think it's almost all relative and and pertinent to what the moment is. Here's our conversation one hour ago with Pete Doherty. Oh, we bring in Pete Doherty, the Green Bay PressGazettePackersNews.com. Pete, we were going to talk about the draft today, uh, all day, and now we're not talking about the draft today really at all. Um, When when this Rodgers stuff begins to break, I want to kind of cut to the back room of this. The Packers front office has no surprise to the sides know exactly where the other is in this process. They've both been involved in it every day. It's the rest of us, some media, and mainly fans, who are hearing this for the first time. So the blow-up today is not news to the Packers' front office nor to Rodgers' camp. Is that fair? Yeah, it's news to the rest of us, but but definitely not to them because, I mean, the Packers have been sending – According to the report, Murphy's been out there. Gutekunst has been out there. LaFleur's been out there to visit him. The agent's been here. So, no, this has been going on um, all off season, and it confirms that, you know, the snippets that I know you and I, because we've communicated about this, have been hearing, and some things reported by other reporters really vague. There was definitely something to it all, for sure. So what is what, – this is your your – your area of expertise. What is your reaction in this moment? Does it take you back to the, you know, the the end of the Farb era? How how do you how do you process what's happening right now? A little bit, but it's different circumstances, and I'm still, you know, I was doing other stuff. So when this stuff first broke, I was doing an online chat with fans. I didn't even know about it till about you know as soon as I got done with that chat, which was more like two fifteen or two thirty. So I'm still trying to process all this myself. And so I don't want to say anything stupid. You want to think it yeah. through. Um, Let us do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm, I'll do it. Um, you know, I thought that it, it takes it does take you back to Favre a little bit, but the circumstances are different, a little different. You know, I thought the Packers were playing with fire, and that the but the problem wouldn't come to a head till next February, you know, March. Um, and looks like it's going to come to a head earlier than that. I was also under the impression that Rodgers just wanted some kind of guarantee he's their, he's their quarterback next year, which I was thinking meant moving money from 22 to 21, not giving him a raise, but just giving him more money now as a show that he's going to be their guy next year too. Now it's looking like he wants more than that, that he actually does want to raise. I mean, it kind of looks that way, right, if they're talking about an extension. Let, um, let me let me add a Trey Wingo tweet in. You, you, we're all familiar with Trey. Sure. Tr- Trey Wingo just tweeted this out moments ago. The Packers reportedly told Aaron Rodgers they were going to trade him in the offseason, then backed off. It's been a bleep show between them ever since. And within the last week, Rodgers told the team, trade or no trade, I'm not coming back. Mm. That's new information. So, that's new information. That's from that Trey is. Wingo a moment ago. Whoa. I mean, if that's true, that changes everything. Um, 
right. if they actually told him that. Now, I don't know. I mean, I've seen Trey Wingo on you know TV plenty, and he does a good job there. I don't know how reliable is just a straight, flat out doing his own legwork reporting. You know, I just I, I don't know what his track record is there, so I can't say whether this is true or not. Yeah. But um, if that's the case, then yeah, that would kind of blow my mind because. You know, why would you trade him this offseason when you'd have a chance, a pretty good chance to win the Super Bowl with him this year? I mean, did they, can they really feel that good about love from what little they saw of him last year? That would, that kind of bends my mind if it's true. And again, you know, I don't know if that, if, you know, what Trey is reporting, uh, how true it is. Talking with Pete Doherty, our Packers insider here on the Mike Keller show. So, okay, so with the new info from Trey Wingo, with, Brian Gutekunst saying, you know, he's our quarterback um, with the kind of the confusing news, I would say, for me and Rappaport saying he wants an extension. They offered an extension. He turned down the extension, but everything can be fixed with an extension. I mean, I just isn't the bottom line that there are three options next year. He's either your quarterback, he's sitting out or he's not your quarterback. What seems most likely to you trying to process all the information in real time now? Yeah, I would think the least likely for sure is that he sits out. I mean, that just, I can't, I find it hard to believe it would come to that. Either the Packers will be convinced that he's not going to play for him and they'd want to get as much as they could for him and they'd do it now, or that he's, they somehow work, you know, they work all through this and he's their quarterback, you know, next year and for, you know, at least a couple more years to come. I would think those are the two options and I don't, I, I can't, yeah, I can't make a good guess on, you know, which is, which is more likely. I just, it just seems like, you know, everything's at play here. Everything's a possibility. I, you know, I mean, the next thing, you know, we'll, you know, be getting ready for the draft and they'll already have traded him or that they'll already have a contract extension done. You know, who knows? Yeah, you know, you mentioned it, it seemed like it might be about money, but it, it, I keep thinking it's more about years and for him to feel secure in his position with the Packers uh, after they trapped Jordan Love. And I don't know if that's true or not, but it just seems like it, with Aaron and the way he has been, a lot of it for him is, I don't want to say hubris, but it's an emotional thing for him. He wants to feel the respect, and if that trust or if that's broken – how convicted would he feel? But if the Packers say they'll never, they're not going to trade him at all, and that's the way they feel, and they won't trade him, then eventually he has to come around and sign that extension, right? Well, he wouldn't have to sign the extension, no. But um, he'd, have, but he he'd sit just, out for a year. He'd, he'd just out. have he just have to show up, and he, but he can make their life miserable. You know, he yeah. can he can undermine them in all sorts of ways, publicly and privately. So you know, you don't want a quarterback who's not all in. You know, so I mean, they've got to, they'll have to work this out. And, you know, a lot of it's, it's just about, um, it is about ego and control and, um, you know, who's, who's in charge, you know, because, and obviously Rodgers, no matter what he said last year, is, was obviously really, really upset they drafted Jordan Love. And, you know, there's a lot of ways to look at it. If you talk to Favre or, you know, for instance, Favre, I'm sure he feels responsible for the Packers being able to sell stock to build Lambeau Field, you know, to, to refurbish it. Because he he was the most important person in that whole thing to getting that team back on track and winning the Super Bowl. And I'm sure if you talk to Rodgers, he would think that he's 
primarily responsible for all the money they brought in for Titletown because they had another stock sale. Sure. Pete, and me, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. They're not they're not wrong. No, you know? but no. this is about exerting control and right. It's a fine line. These quarterbacks, you know, they're the highest paid, most important guy in the building, and the power dynamic is changing in the league with them. Pete, I know you have another responsibility. So, last question here: Just when you see all of this happening within the last hour plus, why now? Like, what's your perception of why? Because Rogers Camp is obviously talking, uh, but why today? Is this a PR fight? Is this political? I would. I'm just guessing here, so don't take this as yep. gospel. But I'm guessing that you know Rogers people, they're the ones who had to have leaked this. Yeah, and they did it knowingly. This didn't just happen accidentally. And this was a, this is a maximum. This is the time to get maximum leverage, maximum exposure, maximum publicity with the draft going on. Um, so if he really does want out, maybe it facilitates the trade. Either way, it puts more heat, way more heat on the pack. Because it's been huge news no matter when it happened. But to happen today, you know, with the draft tonight, this maximizes um, all that publicity. All right. Very good, Pete. Thank you. All right, Pete Doherty joined us. That was one hour ago. I thought it was still pertinent right now. Uh, I asked the question on Twitter, who's the villain right now is in this Packers Aaron Rodgers storyline is it the Packers organization or is it Aaron Rodgers somebody just suggested on Twitter it's the media I got news for you not the media this story didn't come from the media today it came from Rodgers camp and the Packers camp this was not a story today until the camps started talking so it's not the media it's not a media issue not today all right Talking text line is blowing up, 877-729-1070. More on the day of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers dominating and hijacking the NFL draft. As we continue, it's the Mike Keller Show presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer on Fox Sports 1070 The Game. And on the iHeartRadio app. Kind of a messy day, surprisingly so, the timing of this today. Aaron Rodgers. So I just want to clarify something from one of the tweets that I got back in that I've replied back to. Um, and, and that is um, from Coronado is Calling. When I asked the Twitter question about who's to blame, and it is a beautiful mess. It's a beautiful mystery and a beautiful mess. That's right. Coronado calling wants to blame the media, and I said, you understand that the media didn't go with the story today. It was given to the media from Aaron Rodgers' camp and then the Packers' camp. And he said, uh, he followed back, saying, oh, I must have missed the named sources. Well, whatever. <laughs> there are no named sources in these things. That's why you know it came from Rodgers' camp right. and then the Packers' camp. You can you can almost – you don't even have to follow the, the breadcrumb trails. You can see which is which. They're both coming from 
They're coming from both the Rodgers camp initially. That's where the story comes from today, I a thousand percent promise you. And then the Packers camp is also in on this deal. So Andrew Brandt was there in Green Bay's front office when the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers, and he helped to navigate through the mess. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That followed. Andrew Brandt just tweeted this video out. Just a short bit ago. So we're going to join this about halfway through? Yeah, about it's about halfway? midway through his video. Passion is you can, but you don't have the answers. I don't know what's going on now. I know that Aaron's been a great soldier this past year until now, I guess, about the Jordan Love pick. Certainly publicly has not expressed a lot of displeasure about it. But his thing is comments after the championship game were like, hey, what's the deal? So what are we doing here? You know, you didn't expect me to be MVP, but I'm MVP and a placeholder. At the same time, a placeholder for Jordan Love. And Jordan Love's going to play. He's not going to back up. He's not going to be flipped. He's going to play. The only question is when. So I think Aaron wants to accelerate that decision. And the Packers, I understand it, having been in management, you don't want to accelerate that decision. You want as much flexibility as possible. So where are we? I don't think it'll be traded today. I don't think it'll be traded in 2021. And then the ball's in Aaron's court. I do think he's unhappy. I do think the Packers have not shown the level of compassion and care that they should for such a superstar and yes that's what you do in this game you cater to your superstars that drive the product we did that with Brett Favre and they should be doing that with Aaron I think they are to some extent and visiting and all those things but maybe not to the level he needs so I don't doubt he's unhappy I do doubt he'll be traded whether today or even this year but next year talk to me then so I mean most most people were of the mindset that 2021 could be the end of that road for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Listen, there's a camp out there, and I think I'm sitting across from two of them, who think that Rodgers should have been extended after last year. And this goes back to Green Bay did not draft Jordan Love as insurance. Green Bay did not draft Jordan Love as insurance. They drafted Jordan Love to be next. And next is, you know, in a Aaron Rodgers world, as it, it existed a decade ago or 15 years ago, that's a three-year window. Get Rodgers last year and this year and then see. Because there's a lot of cap acceleration that goes on. And that they did, again, I'm going to say it one more time. The Packers did not draft Jordan Love as an insurance policy. They drafted Jordan Love because they think He's the next. Not he might be. They'd still have to develop, but they didn't draft him as a possibility. Here's a diamond in the rough. Let's see if we can develop this guy. They drafted him because they think he's next. All right, two things here. I, I think that Andrew Brandt video, he's a really smart guy. He knows a lot. He's very Is there a butt coming? I'm just saying, no, he's very oh. I no, I'm just yeah. saying I think that video yeah. as a Packer fan would make you feel at least short term a little better. Armin, doesn't it hearing a guy like Andrew Brandt who knows what he's talking about say, 
hey, I, I don't expect right. Rodgers to be dealt in the next 24 you know, hours to the weekend. He's going to play in 2021, but yeah. talk to me in a year. Yeah, it makes a little bit. You know, it's really reasonable and an eloquent video. I think he makes a lot of sense, and he obviously is a guy that knows. It makes you feel better knowing that probably won't be traded, but you don't. You still don't want it to be an untenable situation. You don't want an angry and unhappy Aaron Rodgers all year just to do this again next summer. Of course, you know, given the choice, you as a Packer fan, you want Aaron as many years as you can. Yeah, you want him to play next year. But you also want this situation to be resolved somewhat, whether it be, you know, amicably, whether whether it be in the Packers' benefit only or, you know, at least Aaron knows where he stands. I, I would say that creates a more harmonious situation and maybe success next year. 877-729-1070 is our Stone Innovations talk and text line. You can chime in there at 877-729-1070. Just text us, okay? We're going to read your texts. Um, but Brant said something also in that little short clip where he said, you know, that Rodgers is kind of accelerating the Packers timeline with Jordan Love by making public what he made public today. It's almost as if Rodgers is treating the Packers like most NFL teams treat players. And it's in the sense that, okay, so you got your guy. All right, bring him in. You got your guy, right? I'm done. You're going to, you're going to toss me to the side in the year. Toss me to the side now. You don't want me in a year. Why do you want me now? That's fine if you want somebody else, but let's just cut it now because I'm going to treat you like teams treat players. You you the players, they don't say, okay, we're going to keep you one extra year uh, player. No, they cut you when they're done with you. So he's saying, okay, I'm cutting you. I think what makes this storyline even more extraordinary is what we think we know about Aaron Rodgers. And that is that this man can hold a grudge. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right? So what we think we know about Aaron Rodgers changes the dynamic here even more so. Again, these are things we think we know. We don't know all of the specifics. But apparently, hasn't talked to his family in a decade. Cut off his mom and dad from conversation and his brother. So you think that this is just going to say, hey, Aaron, here's the contract extension? Because one of the earlier reports was that they tried to restructure, that didn't work. Aaron wanted an extension, they didn't offer it, and now they've offered an extension, and he said no. Right. So are you telling me that there's not the – I mean, he's a world-class grudge holder by all indications. So this is just going to go away peacefully? Yeah, that – and he – I mean, he's always been a a, a player's guy, right? He didn't want the players to take that recent deal because it – it took away some some power from the players in his opinion. He's always been a player's guy. He sees what's going on in, you know, every NBA team. I know it's apples and oranges, the two uh sports leagues, but he sees other guys. He sees Tom Brady saying, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the career how I wanna finish it. And maybe he sees all those things happening and says, Okay, well you made your pick. No, let's just if you're gonna go to love, go to him this year then. I'm out. But it makes you wonder then if all the things that are driving him, how high is championship on that list? Because it, I think a lot of people assume that's number one thing, and a lot of people think it should be. But if other things are driving him, such as grudge, such as power, such as you know pride, such as you know wanting a legacy with one team, all these things, you know, and that might be part of it. Might be like he wants to be a Packer for as long as he wants to be. Um, there's no better roster, in my opinion, for him to win. A Super Bowl, then with the Packers, this is his best shot to run it back and win a ring. If that's bottom line, people would say, "Well, that's what Brady cares about." You know, if you're talking about Brady, the other. But you're right, Mike, world class grudge holder. You know, I think back to Last Dance, the the Bulls documentary, and 
Remember, Scottie Pippen midway through that season said, I will never come back and play for the Bulls. I want to be traded. And eventually, down the stretch, he knew he had no options and acquiesced and played out the rest of that season. Uh, But Scottie Pippen might have been the type of personality to eventually do that. He'd been playing with an untenable contract for him for a long time because he felt like he had to. I don't think Aaron's that guy. You mentioned the thing is the family thing. I mean, if he's willing to do that. Now, he he might have had that grudge, too, with the Niners. Why would he want to play with the Niners if he considered them persona non grata for all these years? Things well, could change. it's, it's uh, 15 years of, yeah. um, you know, of regime change right. in that market. Um, so I, I did ask this Twitter poll question. I think this is rather remarkable. Um, closing in on 800 votes, I simply asked, who is the villain right now in the Packers-Aaron Rodgers storyline? And it's... 54% to 46% saying that the Packers organization is the villain. I wonder what would have happened if I would have asked the same question on family night when Favre came back to Green Bay on the chartered jet. If I'd have asked, who's the villain here, Favre or the Green Bay Packers? Um, it is an even split. Some people are organization people. Players come and go, the organization stays. Others don't like Mark Murphy, don't like Brian Gutekunst, and look at Rodgers' production, certainly last year. But I would add this to Rodgers' production. Just think of the last three years. One, he he helps to push McCarthy out the door, probably needed to happen, right? I I think that's fair to say. Two, doesn't fully buy in on Matt LaFleur. A lot of reports out there that he would ignore some of the play calls and just do what he wanted to do in the huddle the first year of Matt LaFleur. Last year buys in, and look at the success they have, but then thinks that the organization should extend him after that. They don't initially extend him, and now he's playing this card. There's a lot of moving pieces here. And I always think that the organization typically has more power. Right now, my guess is that Aaron Rodgers wields a little bit more power in the moment. What is the next domino to fall in this Packers-Aaron Rodgers saga? we got another hour to talk. By the way, today's the NFL draft. This is the Mike Heller Show. It's presented by White Claw Hearts. Seltzer on Fox Sports 1070 The Game. And on the iHeartRadio app. Text the show at 1-877-729-1070. Send a tweet at Heller Sports. Alongside John Adias, here's Mike Heller. You said the NFL draft is tonight. Round one, it begins in two hours and one minute. Jacksonville Jaguars will be on the clock. Not for very long, I wouldn't imagine, other than to leave enough time for people to talk about them. So that's going on. But you also know that it's 5 o'clock somewhere. In fact, it is 5 o'clock right here. Normally we do a drinking song, and we're going to do a drinking song here, but we're going to give you options. 
So I don't know what's going to happen next, but as we introduce the players in this hour of the program, my name is Mike. The show is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. His name is Armin. Hi, Armin. Hey, boys. How's it going? You all right? Uh, yeah, I'm just dealing with this process emotionally. John Audius is to my left. Hey, John. Hey, fellas. What's up? Okay, so this is my choice. What are you laughing at? I'm not. You're smiley. Yeah. Smiley McGee so over this there. Is, and if you want to weigh in on the drinking songs, uh, you can. 877-729-1070. That's the talking text line. 877-729-1070. We usually vote on a 12-pack, but I don't know if we're going to give them the, the voting grades or if you just want to vote yes or no. So I got a couple options. Let me do, This first one doesn't need an intro. This is a Willie Nelson song, and some might think that this is your drinking song today. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party is over. This is it. This is the winner. This is the drinking song and today. Tomorrow starts the same old thing again. <laughs> this what to me crazy, is crazy. sitting alone at the bar. Let's say you're on vacation in yeah. Texas. Yeah. And you go to a little bar on the outskirts of town. Let's say you're on vacation in El Paso. Yeah. In well, West and Texas. Don Meredith, when the game when the game would get out of hand yeah. on Monday Night Football, Don Meredith would sing this verse. And you're sitting alone at the bar, and you ESPN's on the TV, and you see that, and you're like, oh. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say. Tender's like, what's wrong? You're like, yeah, I'm from Wisconsin. Call it a night. He's like, so? He's like, look at the bottom line. The party's oh. over. And tomorrow starts the same old thing again. So here's what I think about this song. The party might be over. And you can get drunk to this song with The Party Might Be Over, but there might be an after-bar party. We don't know that the party's over. Yeah, the party might just continue tomorrow. But this is the reaction of every Packers yeah, fans sure. when they hear the news. This is a 12 of 12 for me. It fits the day perfectly, in my opinion. I'm going to give it my first ever 12-pack. Oh, I can't give it a 12. First of all, I don't know you can't give it a 12. The party's not over for that of what we know. But this is what it feels like today. Well, it, it's that type of you're you're fearful of it. I mean, it would fit it perfectly if we knew that was the finality of it, right? If today was the final day, twelve pack in my opinion. What do okay. you got? I don't want to believe it. I'm giving it a two. Two pack. Uh, two. <laughs> it's a good song. Fine, I'll give it a. Eight. You give it whatever you give it. Eight, uh, eight, eight. Talking, I'm, I was being funny. Eight. Talking text line says. Uh, the Willie Nelson song is what Packers fans are hearing right now, and uh, the first vote there gives it a 12 out of 12. Packers, Todds, and Ends, 12 White Claws, Mr. Heller. Jeez, yeah, 12, that's a 12 man. of 12. That is a uh. 12 of and it is 12. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, 12. Yeah, 12. Number, number 12. He's number 12. Um, this was, and do you have another one otherwise that Greg No, that's, that to me is the okay, winner. That's it, because the other one was the Greg Kinn band that we played earlier. That was a good one, John. And neither of you had heard that song before either. What about Baby Come Back by Player? <laughs> Baby Come Back. I think I have that. Wait a minute. Well, hold on. That might be this. We might have a new 12 of 12. Hold on. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know when the hook hits. You over my mind. When the morning comes, I'm right back where I started again. I'm trying to forget you was just a waste of time. Baby, come back. Solid. Kind of could see there was something in everything about you. That's really I'm surprised. All right. You can blame it all on me. Oh, my gosh. That's a 12 of 12, too. What's that? Blame it on me? Yes. The lyrics are perfect. There's also Gray Street by Dave Matthews if you just want depression. No. I Keep this rolling. By the way, Unnamed in the 608 says, what if... What if Aaron Rodgers has no intention to sit out next season and doesn't want to even be traded? He just wanted the Packers to feel like he did on the first day of the draft last year. Thinking that's emojis. A, yeah, That's exactly what Mike said, and I think that's a very plausible scenario, that he just wants to, to, to make them feel the pain a little bit, right? He also says the party ain't over yet. Brian in Atlanta listening on the iHeartRadio app. He didn't leave. So is this the Packers sing, singing this Maybe song come to Aaron? Back. Baby, come back. Yeah. We got a contract extension here for you. This next line, I think, are the Packers. This is a 12 of 12. <laughs> Brian in Atlanta says, glad to hear John is in such a good mood. I might have had a smirk on my face. Um, I don't blame you, John. I mean, you know, you, you're you're Viking guys. That People know that, right? The Willie Nelson song I named in the 608 is what Packers fans are hearing now, 12 of 12. Um, yeah. I mean, the first thing I did when I heard this is I offered Mike. I was the unofficial spokesperson for the Vikings. Said so you can have Kirk Cousins right now. You can have everybody else except for Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. Take whatever you want. Which I think is weird, right, Mike? Because he talks about how great Kirk Cousins is. Why would you yeah. want? Oh, because uh, I'd want Aaron Rodgers over I, Kirk Cousins I ten times out of ten. I countered on the trade that we would trade for Zimmer, the Packers' new defensive coordinator. Okay. Okay. And we would trade for Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, but we didn't want Kirk Cousins. We also wanted the marketing rights to Herschel Walker's jerseys. Um, you know, in that trade that they made all those years ago. Yeah, that's right. But don't you think there are a ton of NFL teams meeting today going, all right, boys, what can we offer? Or do you think that's all happens? It's already happened. If you made your shot at Rodgers, you shot your shot because you knew this before anybody else. Yeah, I would think. I would think they probably would have shot their shot I think things already have happened and everyone else has already dealt with it and we're just seeing it now. Like, Sure. The question and, is what happens yeah, next. And the whole concept of this, I just want to make this point clear. The whole concept of this, this is the biggest story 
in the National Football League and the biggest story in sports today. Today. And it's been that way since about 2.15 Central Time. However, it's not a big story to the Packers or the camp of Aaron Rodgers because they've known this story for weeks. This is not a today story in Green Bay. It's that it made its they, – they're doing damage control right now in Green Bay because the story made its way to the public airwaves today. And I would add, that happened through Aaron Rodgers. Now, if you want to deny that, you can deny it all you want. But the only reason this story is a story today is that Aaron Rodgers' camp wanted it to be a story today. They This didn't happen by chance. This is why it makes me so confused, because it is obviously from the Aaron Rodgers side, the Aaron Rodgers camp. So what is Rodgers' endgame? To leave Green Bay or to just make them feel like blank? Right, so right? I, was, I was thinking the same thing in a way. My, my thought was, going through my head was, if Aaron Rodgers could have exactly what he wanted right now, what would it be? Like, like if, if there, is there a way the Packers could satisfy? Maybe there's some. You know how it is sometimes in relationships. Maybe it's just over. No matter what you do, I'm so soured on it. I just can't go on. And because if that, this that is, appears to be Aaron's history, again, it appears to be. We don't know his life, but the storylines that we've seen painted in regards to Aaron Rodgers would tell you that that could very well be the case, that this is irreparable. And I wouldn't put it past Rodgers just to make the other side kind of you know feel bad or get the sentiment, the public opinion on his side. But what does that accomplish? I, I, mean, I, I, tend that, to, so then I, I think, would he really make that move? Would, I mean, would he just make a move just to make an organization feel like crap? I tend to agree with you, John. I mean, I don't, no one knows what really goes on and in his head and all that and what he feels, but... You can hold a grudge, and it might feel good for the time being, but in the end, you just lost you you lost out on something, right? Yeah, and in this case, you might lose weird. out on an opportunity to have a great season, but I don't know. For some people, it just feels so sour. Maybe they can't. I yeah, mean, but what it, does it accomplish? It, Maybe he thinks he'll accelerate, the, like you said, accelerate the next step quicker. The only to way a different you do team. this, right, is if you truly want out. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just being a, a, a D. You're just being a, yeah. a jerk. What contender has a draft capital anyway to make the type of move it would take for Aaron I don't know. to come? San Francisco apparently put something on the table that okay, but don't you think it would take more than the draft pick and Garoppolo? Well, and, okay, yes. um, it was more than that. It's the number three overall draft choice and Garoppolo. Some reports said that it also included um, other significant picks, both this and next year. Okay. Um, and Trey Wingo tweeted out earlier this afternoon. I'm gonna summarize it. He said that. Rogers camp has knew of the the potential trade to San Francisco and that he wanted that. Is that Rogers not only wanted out of Green Bay but he wanted the Packers to say yes on the Niners trade. So that might have been the force behind the story coming out today is that Rogers maybe told Green Bay, "Let's I want this deal. I want out. I'm not coming back." The Niners are offering, I want this trade. And when the Packers said no, then he essentially said, well, blank you, this yeah. The, yeah. this is going to hit the fan tomorrow. It, it sounds exact because the timeline, it follows it perfectly. That this morning, all that stuff, or probably rumblings within people within the know last night, this morning, this afternoon, it's like all fa- falling in a perfect line. So I got a text message from my buddy Bob and then uh, something on the, the talking text line just now from Matt and Sun Prayer, both kind of saying the same thing. Any chance that this is greater strategy to have Green Bay go all in on the draft for Rodgers to maybe move up and take that coveted wide receiver? 
to really go at it and to to draft to his liking? Um, that's it's just a little far fetched, but it's there. It's an interesting thought, but my first gut reaction is no, simply because what they did last year. Like right. if, if they're not listening to Rogers last year and they're going to be bold enough to actually take, you know, the guy who's going to replace Rogers, I don't know why they just all of a sudden the next year at the draft say, oh, everything's changing. We're changing well, all our thoughts. Well, wait a minute. What if they, I mean, what if they realized, what if let's say they realized their mistake or whatever, because our thought was there's a stalemate here. And from one report, we saw that Aaron won the stalemate. The Packers did offer their extension that he wanted. But maybe that wasn't enough. So that would suggest the Packers would be willing to say, okay, you won, and then give them the extension. But that's not enough. So now they're going to go overboard and really try and appease him and draft the receiver and do all that. That would be really surprising to me if all of a sudden they said, hey, everything we've ever done, we're changing our rules, and now we're bending over backwards for you. I would agree, unless they've miscalculated their situation and now are panicking and saying, oh, we want Rodgers back. But uh, who, who knows? They could always make the case... Well, we, we were going to take the best player on the board, and that was this receiver. We believed in him. It just so happened to be this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing to do with Aaron. They could always say that, right? Yeah. yeah. So You got a text coming in, Mike? Another one? Uh, well, Vincent said he's uh, going to Vegas. Aaron's going to Vegas like we all do when times are tough. Okay. Hmm. The, what was the PFT uh, Pro Football Talk report of the teams? Like, Rodgers wanted the Niners, Rogers but then had the Raiders? had three teams on his list, the Niners, the Raiders, and the Denver Broncos. Wait, he not had the in list? that order that Rogers had a list. Or the source said that that's well, the list. The, that that's Rogers', Rogers list. list. Or is that a source saying these are the teams? I know. I'm the trying the to be source new. says that these are the teams on Rogers' list. Okay. Wow. So it's Rogers' wish, wish list. But again, it's a source and it's through PFT. But why isn't Minnesota on there? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Smokey chimes in Good on question. the Stone Innovations talk and text line. This started, I'm not sure if we read this one yet, but this started when Rogers was the prime architect of McCarthy's firing. Rodgers did not buy into LeFleur's offense their first year together, necessitating drafting Jordan Love as a do-it-our-way or sit-and-watch as a threat, and it worked. More steps from there, but that is where the Battle of Wills began, Smokey and Janesville. Yeah. He says it starts with McCarthy, the firing uh, Rodgers and McCarthy in that drama. Okay, No, I think it's quarter. Didn't he like the quarterback? I'm blanking Alex Van Pelt. Yeah. I mean, Doesn't that make him that gone, too, right? yeah. I think that makes him more angry than McCarthy. I don't know that the McCarthy thing is... It's I probably a combination happier. of everything, right? I mean, it's hard to we're just. I mean, it's hard to know what's really in his heart and his head. But but his comments after me, the Van me, Pelt to, deal to were this, very. To me, this is all about this. This is a one-year-old story. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the draft choice in the first round a year ago and everything that has happened since. Now he lived with that, and as as uh, Andrew Brandt said, he apparently was a good soldier for the last year. I don't think it was for the last year. I think it was a good soldier for the season last year. But when the season ended and the Packers didn't offer a contract extension, the good soldier card was done being played by Aaron Rodgers. At that point, I mean, the reports today are that Green Bay, on separate occasions, sent out Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst, and Matt LaFleur to go visit with Rodgers, trying to put this fire out. And that Rodgers sent his agent to Green Bay to sit across the table, and the two couldn't work out an extension. Those things happen. I mean, this was not a. This is not just an ember, right? This is a full fledged fire. They're feeding this fire. We just didn't see it. And the concern was once you learned all those things happened and it still didn't work, then you're like, well, wait a minute, is this past repair now? Now what? 
you know, is this is this salvageable? Because if they all went and they tried to convince them, and that's a scary thought. Hey, shout out to Mike on Twitter who says um, it's Willie Nelson's birthday today. No, I, yeah, April 29th, nineteen thirty-three. Willie's eighty-eight years old. Dang. Jordan in the 608 on the talking text line says Rogers has always been a guy who likes to stir up a little drama, but he's sitting back and sipping his three fingers brandy. He doesn't drink brandy and laughing. It'll be scotch. Tequila too, right? Oh boy. Uh, we will visit with Chad Ryder, NFL.com. There is a draft tonight and the Packers are on the clock at 29. <laughs> what is going to happen in the draft tonight with the Niners at three? The Packers later on, all this stuff. We visit with Chad Ryder. He'll get, have some reaction to this storyline as well as we continue. This is our drinking song on the Mike Heller Show. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. That's better. Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise. He keeps giving up his time to us from NFL.com. Chad Ryder, the least we could do is play him an appropriate walk-up song. And apparently round one of the NFL draft is tonight, but who would have known? Chad Ryder, NFL.com, joins us on the program. Hi, Chad. Hi, I'm just letting the music breathe. It's yeah. just, uh, it's just great to hear, uh, great to hear Freddie on a, <laughs> on, a, on a nice day, a beautiful day, and the NFL draft is beginning. Life is good. Nothing else going on other than the draft either. I mean, nope. nothing going on in nope. Milwaukee with the Brewers stuff. Nothing going on. So let me. I asked you about this yesterday, but we didn't know this was going to happen. What do you make of the storyline that is broken today on Aaron Rodgers? And there is an issue. There is an impasse. There are problems. There is a fire. What's going on? What do you make of all of this? Well, this is where we're at. Where we uh, these things get fought in the media nowadays. Um, look, uh, Aaron Rodgers has got to do what he thinks is best for him. And the Packers have to look as an organization and what's what's best for them. And, and I think I think it's uh, going to be an interesting weekend. Either Jordan Love's not going to be around, or Aaron Rodgers might not be around, or they're just going to go to counseling and, and try to work it out over the next couple months and see if, if they can make it work. Um, it's uh, it's it's rough. It's rough when you you've got. Um, well, first of all, if you tell a guy you're going to trade him and then you don't trade him, I mean, you're just asking for this. Sure. You're just yeah. asking for it. So. it. And that was in one of the reports out earlier this afternoon. Yeah. The Packers had told Aaron Rodgers he was going to be traded this offseason. That is a bombshell. Uh, and then they didn't. And one of the other reports was that San Francisco had come to the table and Aaron Rodgers wanted that deal to happen, and then it didn't. Do you think that there's real uh, that that's a smoky conversation? Did the Forty ers in your belief, come to that table and say we'll give you Garoppolo and the three overall and other draft choices and let's make a deal? Well, they may have, but they can't. Like the salary cap doesn't allow for that. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, from what I understand, it's it's not. It wasn't a deal that was like going to happen. 
um, because of the, the dead cap ramifications of parents' contract and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I just think it's... Sure. I, do I think there was discussions? Absolutely. Why wouldn't the 49ers make that call? Um Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, they should have picked him 16 years ago. But, yeah. You know, that's another <laughs> right. yeah. different, different people there at the time. But. So does that conversation make you think that, uh, that the number three pick for San Francisco is... You know, I asked you this question the other day. When does the draft begin? You thought it was later in in the round, but do you think San Francisco has served notice that maybe the draft does begin at three? Um, you know, I, I think when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, it's sort of a different conversation. Okay. You know, I, I think I think that's a uh, otherworldly um, deal, and um, you know, I, I think that's conversation. But but I will say that. Um, if they think, if the 49ers think this is going to come to a head and Green Bay has to make a deal at some point, maybe it does open things up for them a little bit. Uh, you know, maybe Denver sneaks in there or, um, you know, I, it, it changes the equation a little bit. If they think there's any chance that they might get Rodgers at some point. Um, so I think it's a little bit, a little bit different, a little bit different now. Has your has your feeling about Green Bay because you had them uh, moving up in the first round uh, to take a corner? Uh, has anything changed in, in the the days since you put out that mock that went out last Friday? Anything changed in your feel about what Green Bay might do as they sit at twenty nine currently? No, I don't think so. I think um, I think in in general you're still building a team the same way. Um, you know, I think they see the they see themselves having a pretty good roster overall, and I think they they still feel like if they can unload some lower picks to move up and get one of their guys that is, they think is a first round value, they'll still do it. Um, but of course, the old trade down is always a possibility with these guys too, right? I mean, sometimes you try to trade up. And it doesn't happen. You know, somebody offers more capital or, or whatever, and then you have to go to plan B. And, um, you know, plan B may be going the other way and say, hey, we like some guys at 29, but we could probably get them at 37. One of those guys at 37. So maybe we go the other way. Um, Gutekunst has not really shown himself to be a, you know, stay at home in the first round and see what happens kind of guy. Um, so I, I'm, I'm guessing it's still going to be either one of those either one of those directions. Yeah, I, I'm also um, I'm curious as to outside of what Green Bay might do tonight, what is most exciting for you tonight? Uh, is it the potential for trades? Is it um, somebody shocking the board with a move? What, As you anticipate what begins in about 90 minutes, what has you jacked? Well, I, I, I just love... Uh, you know, I love when when the trades happen. It's a lot of fun, um, and you know where the quarterbacks go. That's that's always fun because you, you, that 
that determines the fate of franchises. Uh, and so, and we've got some really interesting guys this year, not just in the first round either. So, <clears throat> but the, the trades are really it's fun when when the commissioner, you know, we have a trade on the clock. It's like, all right, this we didn't see this coming. What's you know what's going on? That, those are those are the fun things. And then and then Saturday is the time that's a lot of fun for me because then I can see where these guys that I've been watching the whole year that a lot of people haven't been talking about where they're going and what kind of fit that will be and. And you know how that so Saturday's a little different, but tonight it's really about trades and quarterbacks. Um, uh, is is was will Wisconsin have a player drafted? I might have asked you this earlier, but things have kind of muddled together. Uh, yeah, it's certainly not tonight or tomorrow night. But will Wisconsin have a player drafted? I think so. I think um, Cole Van Lannen, uh could really um, he he's a he's a better athlete. Um, his workout really showed teams that he. He's a better athlete than maybe they thought, and and whether it's a move, he's sort of like a David Edwards, um, and I think whether he is a tackle or a guard, he, he's a he's a Saturday pick for somebody. Um, so yeah, I think so. And then Rashad Wild Goose is sort of in a numbers crunch at that position. I think um, he's got a lot of skill, and maybe somebody takes him late. I, I, I hope they do. Um, but you know, there's so many corners this year and it's a, it's a rough position to break in. Um, unless you really catch the attention of one team that really likes your game. So hopefully that'll, that'll work out for him. Wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Some people have have had him, uh, kind of in green Bay sites. What's your view mm-hmm. of what he brings to the table? Yeah. Um, very good player. Uh, you know, like a six foot 190 pound guy. So not real big. Some teams may project him. A sort of slot only, which actually would be fine for Green Bay. I think they would they would really like that. He's a, he's got quickness, hands a little iffy at times this last year, but um, really explosive with the ball in his hands after the catch. He's he's a really if they get him in the late first, early second, if they trade out, um, you know, really good fit for uh, for the slot position because you know interestingly they haven't picked a lot of you know five seven five nine guys. Um, in the past, and uh, so it wouldn't shock me if they decided instead of getting a Rondale Moore or somebody like that, if they went with Bateman, who's like six foot one ninety, who can still handle some blocking responsibilities and things from the slot. Um, you know, instead of the really smaller guys, a guy like Bateman would be a good fit in the slot. If there's a an offensive lineman that Green Bay has in their sights, would it be at twenty nine, or would they have to move up or even move down and still get the guy they would covet in in that role? Uh, I think you could find a, a lineman. I like Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame, um, and um, I actually have Indianapolis in my mock draft. I have the Colts taking him with the pick that Packers would get. But I think if Green Bay stayed at 29, Eichenberg could could be a pick there. I like Alex Leatherwood from Alabama quite a bit. Um, smart, versatile. If they pick that guy, that would be an excellent pick as well. So I think they have some some choices. And if they go into the second round, there's some opportunities for them there too. Sam Cosme. Uh, Dylan Reedens from North Dakota State's another guy. Uh, so yeah, they have, they have some good options on the offensive line um, in the top forty picks. Chad, last couple of thoughts here. Um, if I just took ratings, you know, the the draft ratings and scales and who's picking where off the board, and, and it was just you in the room, who's the best quarterback available right now? Uh, it, uh, well. Is it? Sorry, I mean, is it Trevor Lawrence? I know he's going every. Yeah, obviously he's yes, one. Is he that? Is, is he that guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's that. He's that guy. I mean, look, I like Zach Wilson from BYU quite a bit. Um, 
and I, he's been my number two guy for a long time. So, so, but I, you have to go for Lawrence. He does everything. Um, you know, he, 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 he's just, he's just what you want at that position. Um, is he a guaranteed to make it guy? Absolutely not. There's no such thing. But um, I think Wilson is a really good number two who would probably be number one in, in many drafts. Um, but Lawrence is the guy I think you really you really want out of this draft. And, and by the way, Justin Fields could be a number one pick in many drafts, and Trey Lance would be a number one or two in many drafts. So this really is a, a stacked group. Uh, all right, last last thought with you, uh, and, and then I know you're busy. So just a little Green Bay-centric update in your mind. Stay at 29, trade down, trade up. Which of those three happens? I, I'm still going with the trade up. Okay. I, I think that's the, that's the, the way they want to go about it. Um, and, and I, again, I think this is a team that is obviously been very close to going to a Super Bowl. Um, and I think they have the ability, they want to get a first round player in the first round, which doesn't necessarily happen at 29. So you go up and get them and you trust your scouting department. Um, and then later trades, you can maybe pick up a fifth or a sixth round pick later in the draft by trading down at some, in the second round or somewhere, if you want more of those picks, but you trust your, your scouts to get the best undrafted guys in to, to bolster the back end of your roster. All right, very good. Hey, Chad, we very much appreciate it. Uh, I don't know what your day looks like tomorrow, but we might uh, we might try and you know yeah. re- reel you in one more time. Yeah, sounds right. good. Okay, thank you. Enjoy tonight. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Chad Ryder, NFL.com, has been with us throughout this process as we lead into yeah, and they are doing it. I just confirmed off of the TV screen that round one of the NFL draft will happen in one hour and 26 minutes. Still going to hold it? Still going to have it. Yeah. They haven't canceled like yeah. everything else? I'm surprised. Would you, if Jacksonville called, would you listen? They called if, and said what? If you're the Packers. They want to trade Urban Meyer? No, they want to trade the number one pick. What? Wouldn't that be a no-brainer? Or what I, do you do with two prospects, though? You already have love. You trade love, and you put Trevor Lawrence in there. Okay, I agree, but okay, if you can do that, then yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not doing anything with Rodgers right now. No, if I'm the Packers, oh. I'm holding line to my plan. Oh, baby. Because um, I, I don't know. I just That's the way I would see it if I'm the Packers. Yeah. But that, but that's also a game of chicken. That's a gamble, right? Uh, uh, yeah, and a chicken sounds good right now. I, I had a I chicken sandwich it. at lunch. John, um, over the air housekeeping, are we staying right here right now? Yep, we stay here okay. at, uh, for another <laughs> right. five minutes. Okay. Um, uh, apparently the Cubs play tonight, and we carry their games on the radio. So, um, so we got that. Um, <laughs> Ed Werder on Twitter. It's been a while since we had a tweet on this. Oh, uh, what's deal. Ed Werder? What's Brett Favre have to say Ed, about this? Ed Werder <laughs> says, "I asked an NFL GM how he would expect the Packers to respond to Aaron Rodgers' discontent. Quote: They dig their feet in and make him play or be a game show host." It's you know what if I if you read that tweet like a year ago like you know what I mean like or like eighteen months ago would it sound like a parody sound like some sort of joke on Twitter like you you're either you're gonna play or be a game show host those are your options well he's under contract so of course yeah. uh, Florio's reply to that at Pro Football Talk is Green Bay's quote you're just an employee end quote attitude towards Rodgers 
is one of the reasons they're in this mess in the first place. I, I don't think he's that far off. But it might also be a reason they've been a longtime winner in this league. That you, you just also cannot, probably true. You can't discount the fact that they've been very successful on and off the field for a long, long time. But even, and yes, maybe they've gotten lucky with quarterbacks, but hey, I don't know. But Go even ahead, Andrew yeah. Brandt said, like, you got to treat Aaron Rodgers differently. Yeah, I think that's the most reasoned take on it I've heard. Well, they, they but they didn't. Listen, Andrew Brandt front and center, and he had to massage the relationship that, that the Packers had with Favre and Rodgers. People say that the situations are not the same. There are more similarities than there are dissimilarities from when Rodgers came into the league with Favre as the quarterback to when Love was drafted a year ago by the Packers. You take this, if you'd have, if you'd have gone back to one year, the one year after Rodgers was drafted in Green Bay, um, it was not Happy Valley. I mean, it, there was a lot of discontent in that, and they were having to massage the egos of both Favre and Rodgers. So the guy we haven't heard, there are two guys we haven't heard from. There is zero from Jordan Love, and you wouldn't expect there to be. You know who else who has a highly vested interest in all of this? Nobody's talked about Matt LaFleur. You talk about somebody that's essentially kind of powerless in this dealio. Talk about your head coach, who in two years has won 26 games against six losses and been to two NFC Championship games and now he's watching this telenovela play out in front of him with his quarterback, and he has almost no power. Um, all right, so unnamed in the 302 says, I think Rodgers is saying, take this job and shove it. And that should be the drinking song. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. <laughs> this, is, this is a 12 and 12, too. That's a good one. Waylon Jennings. Fun fact, uh, who sings this? I just said Waylon Jennings. Uh, Greg Jennings' uh, uncle. Are you sure? Take this job no, and shove it. I might be wrong. I ain't working here no more. Says Johnny Paycheck. Oh, it is Johnny Paycheck. He ain't getting a paycheck after he quits the job, though. Johnny Paycheck. That's right. 15 years. All right. All this time I watched my woman drowning in so I asked this question earlier today on the Twitter, who's the villain right now in the Packers-Aaron Rodgers storyline? Is it the Packers organization? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Almost 900 votes and 52% say the Packers and 48% say Aaron Rodgers. So that split never really changed. I wonder, I was thinking about this, I don't know how much time we have left, but I was wondering, you know, you made the point, Mike, I think you're right, the Packers, or I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers and his camp wanted to put this out there to sway public opinion. I wonder if Aaron and his agent have miscalculated how much that would happen. I, I think, you know, I wonder if they thought that they would get the the pitchforks out from Packer Nation to to keep Rodgers or else, and maybe, you know, they have that 50-50, and maybe that's a little ego and hubris on the Aaron Rodgers camp thinking they would get more support. Because I think, anecdotally, what I've seen is most people blame the organization, but that poll is, is 50-50. So maybe that's a gamble, too, that the uh, Rodgers camp made that, that's not coming through for them. I don't know. That, that's just another of the many interesting angles here. Well, I, I think there's almost no chance that we wake up tomorrow morning with this changing. Hmm. Fair? I mean, some people thought, well, it's draft night, they're going to make a deal. I think there's very close to zero chance 
Well, I hope this isn't. Okay. Say, I also regret. didn't think they'd be Save drafting this. a quarterback last year Save either. Save this but. in case we need it for tomorrow. Heller says, <laughs> I think there's almost zero chance that we'll wake up with this story being different tomorrow morning than it is right now. What if it? What if he, the Packers double down, trade up for another quarterback tonight, and just say, uh, you know what, we're doing this? It'd be juicy. Oh, I'd be juicy. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, so the NFL draft gets underway, round one, and Jacksonville on the clock in one hour and 20 minutes. We'll talk about all of it. We'll be on social media. We'll be talking about what's happening, and we visit on it tomorrow. Chad Ryder will join us tomorrow. Bill Huber, we hope, on the show tomorrow. Matt LaPay, Tom Hardercourt. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday night. What a day. And thanks for listening to the Mike Heller Show presented by White Claw Hearts. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.